Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Divine. Hi everyone! Welcome, Welcome to your fourth fifteen-minute break. I'm Davina Devine, and I'm Victoria's Secret. And that was a fucking challenge to say that in unison. Why is it so hard to talk in unison? Well, it's it's easier when we're face to face, but it's harder when, um, like, I'm another end of the city and I'm on Skype, and technology is yeah. amazing, but also head wrecking. Do you miss lately. me? My face. I don't miss your face, but I miss real life. <laughs> you really do miss do. My, you miss my face. You'd love to squeeze my cheeks right now, wouldn't you? I would love to squeeze your cheeks so fucking hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I have to say it is week three of self-isolation. And oh. I think I'm getting used to it. Like I, I'm not half as freaked out anymore. Like I'm just oh. kind of, it's the new normal. It, well, we kind of just have to adapt. Like I had one bad day that I was just ha- having a bit of a wobble where I was just, everything was just so uncertain. What's and then a I wobble? Just kinda, like explain what a wobble is. Well, just like when I'm just, I just really frustrated. Just like, you know, I just could, I couldn't see the wood through the trees. I was just like, this is never going to end. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, like, give me a date that you think this is going to be like, we'll be back on uh, work. Give me like, what I, are you thinking? I am going to say... Uh, June 6th. <laughs> okay, right. I'm going to say uh, July 3rd. Okay, and we'll put 20 euros on it. Actually, it... no, no. Do you know what? Actually, I'm going to say May. I'm going to say that the last week of May. Okay, I'm going to say July 3rd. That would be like back in like. May? Yeah, just, just so we're at the complete opposite. And we'll put 20 euros on, and whoever wins has to pay the other person 20 euros. So, what, 20 you're... euros? Yeah, what are you saying? <laughs> May what? Uh, I'll say May, let me see. I'll say May, May 28th. May 28th. Okay. And actually, let me look at the calendar. Oh, 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 like, you don't have to take it too seriously, girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> calm down. Like. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say May 25th. May 25th. Okay, cool. So July 3rd, May 25th. It's on, girl. This could be prizes beyond our dreams. Well, you know what? Euros. Like, actually, I'm so fucking over this Corona shit, to be honest. 
But uh, it's just got to, we've got to roll with it, don't we? We well, don't have a choice. Things that are keeping me sane are Leslie Jordan on Instagram for a start. He is so funny. Uh, earlier in the week, he put up a post being like, how is it still March? Like, is it ever going to be April? And I was just like, oh my God. I know, it's so funny. He was amazing. Do you remember when he was in Celebrity Big Brother and he attacked Frenchie? Do you remember he cut up all her underwear? Or she cut up his (laughs) underwear and he went crazy. Crazy. He is such a character. I'd say there's a... Has he written an autobiography? That's a book I'd like to read. Oh, that is a good book. I would totally read that. Um, He's gone viral. Like, his followers have increased by... 300,000 in the know. last two days. Beverly Leslie. <laughs> Beverly Leslie. Like, what an icon. <laughs> icon. And how did how did he just go so unnoticed for so long? But anyway. We'll... Is there anyone on your social media that's kind of keeping you sane? Uh, to be honest, everybody is keeping me sane. Like, they're just interactions and just having a bit of crack with people. You love and a bit of wigs by vanity. And... Huh? You love a bit of wigs by vanity. I do. I'm loving a bit of wigs by vanity. And I'm just loving all, like, the Cheryl and Barnes and Charity Shop Sue's yeah. and... I wish there was another um, series of Charity Shop Sue. I wish she had another Second Chances too. I'd love another. That would keep me going for a while. I'm I'm kind of surprised you're not rewatching Nighty Night because that is normally your go-to. Or like, I also love the comeback. The comeback, yeah. The I was comeback thinking of that. I've, ne- I I've never that. seen that. I was thinking about watching oh, it. That um, you have to see that. It's so it's just so fucked up and it's so apt for the climate that we live in today. Like the reality stars and these comeback shows, it's it's well worth the watch. If anyone hasn't seen it, it's Phoebe from Friends. <laughs> Phoebe from Lisa Kudrow, Phoebe from Friends. Uh, it's her TV show she did there back in the early two thousands, and it's brilliant. I got it's it. Very- Is that what she says? Well, I got it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> this, act, this old 80s actress, sitcom actress who who wants to make a comeback and they make a reality show about her comeback, mm. but it turns out not being about it. And it's, you know how TV people always kind of fuck with you in general? Yeah. Uh, well, it's basically just about how TV people fuck with the talent. It's very funny. Check it out. It's I'm going to check it out. And also, can I put a call out? If anyone's really good on finding stuff on the internet, if you can find me a high quality version of The Nanny, like all six seasons, I would be bet into that for the next like yeah. week. So all that's, six that's... seasons, if you can get me a link, DM me and I'll be ever so grateful. Well, speaking of that, we're going to jump into, uh, we're going to give you some funny excuses. We're just here to entertain, keep the mood light and give you a little bit of entertainment while you're sitting at home. Right, some of them are really fucking funny. But like, would you say that you're straight up, you'll just be like, I'm not going? Or do you make a little excuse or like a lie to get out of it? It depends on the situation. Like, usually I would just be straight up and say, I'm not feeling it or, you know, I can't make it or I'm I'm not really one for a juice, like a, a, a... bullshit excuse mm. but i have done it of course in the past i've actually have had some blinders over the years um and when we were talking about this i was trying to think of what is the most dramatic funniest story mm. that i could tell with the biggest excuse that probably got the most dramatic which which i have <laughs> oh okay because i'm kind of that girl who like uh yeah do you, you, if it you, kills me i go i still go and i'm do. like yeah i'll just, just show think- up if I can't get through this, I like if I if I if I'm not in it, if my mind's not in it, I just I can't put oh my myself God. through. You are very good at getting through something like yeah. that, though. You just made me think of uh, Daniel Baddingfield. I gotta get through this. I gotta I get, get through, through this. this. <laughs> but tell us what have you ever like actually used a good excuse though, like a funny juicy excuse that was believed as well. By the way, 
I mean, like, there's a couple of family things that I really didn't want to go to. And and the only thing I use is just work. Because our work is so all over the place, I'd be like, mm. no, I have to work. I'm so sorry. But other than that, I'm pretty good. Like, you'll see me at the opening of a fucking envelope. Even internally, if I want to fucking die by being there, I'll go to it. Because um, I get the guilt. I have that Irish guilt really bad. Will I tell you what are the really probably the most dramatic excuses that I've ever used in my life? It still kind of like haunts me to this day. Go on. And we still kind of chuckle about it. But I remember years ago, like, uh, like as I said in the previous podcast, like I just fucking hated school. It was just not for me. Didn't mm. want to be there. Mm-hmm. Don't like organization, all that kind of shit. And when I had just started in secondary school and it was like turning into like, you know, gone from primary school to secondary school and everything was completely different. The format of school was different. And I was just, I was like, mm, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like primary school though? Uh, yeah, I didn't mind it. But it, okay. do you know what I see? The problem with me is I'm a real kind of old soul. So it's like when I was hanging out with kids and stuff like when I was a kid, like we just didn't have anything in common. Like I was just always out on the hustle and working and doing this and doing that. And they were kicking a football around the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just kind of didn't, you know, I kind of clicked with older people and I was just that person. But, Can, uh, hold on one sec. Did you just say you're, you were kind of a hustler as a child? Yeah. Like in what way? I would always be like, you know, like trying to like do like little sales of work here and there or like, you oh, know, little, that. you know, when I used to live near, um, Shelbourne Park dog track and we'd be like can we mind your car (laughs) for for like a pound like a 50p yeah and basically that what that meant was that was the threat of we'll key your car if you don't give us oh my god you horrible (laughs) bitch god we'd never do that but it was like people had the fear that like these kids are hanging around and they're asking for money and better give it to them and they'll watch the car because they might know someone's gonna trash the car and you'd be gone Well, obviously, like I never did. I was like, you know, I was too clever and good as gold, but I was always on the hustle. I was on the mooch. I was doing that since I was like seven years old. <laughs> oh, I, like the, um, my first job was when I was a babysitter, but I was like, I, I pretended I was 15 and because I, I was really tall. I was like just gotten 13 saying I was going to babysit people's kids. 13. I Because I was so tall. Yeah. <laughs> Long, tall Alice. Long, tall Alice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I didn't, I was like, I'm not, I'm not feeling this whatsoever. So morning, Monday morning came, I was like, I'm not going. So I was like, I just don't feel really well. I just, really bad pains in my stomach. My mom is like, oh God, okay, we'll take the day off. So I got a day off. Next day, I right, go back to school. No, no, I'm still really bad pains. I was like, something going on here. I kept getting cramps. So I basically ended up kind of like over the next couple of days, got a couple of days off. But then she was like, right, if it's not better by like, say Thursday, we're going to the doctor. Got brought to the doctor. The doctor was, I was like, yeah, I have really bad cramps. I have diarrhea, yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor was like, okay, it's gastroenteritis. So I got a week off school. So I was Lovely. like, perfect. So that got me like a week and a, and a bit. So I had to go back like, say, like the following Thursday. But then when it came to the following Thursday, I was like, oh, it's just like Friday to go. So will I just take that off as well? I, I want to start fresh on the Monday. So my mom I like, want to start fresh yeah. on the Monday because going in on a Friday, no, you guys, I, like I won't be fresh. Like, I, like I'll be wearing a dirty school uniform. Like your gas. So she, I basically kind of like got around her, and she's like, "Yeah, okay, fine, let's go back on Monday." And I was only in first year for like just a couple of maybe like a month, two months around like Halloween time. So Monday came, I was like, "Oh fuck, I am not going to school." I was just like, "I, I don't want to go back there." And 
my my mom was going mad. She was like, you have to go. You have to go to school. This is a brand new school. You've got all new books and blah, blah, blah. And I said, no, I feel really sick. I, I And I basically ran out. I put cold water on my face. So I looked really like, like flushed. And she was like, oh, my God, you look like you're, you know, building a colour so I ended up convincing her to bring me back to the doctor again because I still felt she's like well if you're not going to school you're going to the doctor yeah yeah so costing your mum a feckin fortune in like doctors yeah. and stuff I was like oh I have to go back to the doctor so I went back to the doctor and I explained again that you know I felt really unwell my the doctor was like that's very unusual so gave me antibiotics and I was like totally fine <laughs> I was like not sick at all so went home and my mum was like oh my god can't believe I was happy as Larry. Once I got out of that doctor's bang, I was like, good as gold. <laughs> <laughs> like, not a bother. You little bitch. Oh my God, like actress of the century. So then I was taking the antibiotics, but there was nothing wrong with me. <laughs> oh <laughs> <So> my God. <laughs> so I did that. I got another week off and then it came to like going back and she's like, you have to go back. So I, I kept saying, I'm still really sick. The cramps, the pains. And they'd only kind of come back <laughs> on Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like oh she was my poor mom she was like losing her will to live and then she said right we have to go back to the doctor tomorrow if this is not gone like there's gonna be a disaster so she brought me back to the doctor the doctor said this is not normal i'm gonna have to refer you to the hospital so i got referred to the hospital oh my god we're not just shitting it at that point that you're yeah i knew it was, i knew it was bullshit but i was too far gone i had to let it go so we got referred to the hospital to see uh like a stomach specialist and I was just like, oh, fuck. I was like, you know, when you're like, I was starting to get like, you know, those nervy sick pains. Yeah. Like I knew. Yes. You were actually <laughs> sick at that point. Yeah. I was making myself sick because I was so anxious with the fact that I tell, told so many lies. And then um, we went in to meet. I remember she was like, I think she was like a German doctor or something. And she kept saying, yes, I think I think that um, he's celiac. I think that's what's going on here. And I think it could be the fact that... Um, oh, my God. I think it could be the fact that, uh, you know, you have a gluten intolerance and that could be causing the pain. And we're going to need to do, um, you know, a scope down the throat to... to ch- and I was like, oh, my God. I'd say you were <laughs> ready to check out then. I'd say I you were ready to, like, God. put your hand up and be like, no scope for me. Thank you. I was. But in between all these things, I had time off school because I was sick. So I was... I said, okay, that's fine. And then she said, do you, do you do you want to do that? And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so then I, I like I went off back home and it was like a, maybe a week's wait to have this thing done. Got the letter, had to go back. I was like the morning of the procedure, I was like sweating bullets. I was like, you know, because I was, I was only like 12 or something. And I was thinking, oh, God, I brought this so far. So uh, I went into the children's hospital that morning and I was like a nervous wreck because I knew I was like I was having this procedure I'm not sick yeah. there's nothing going on with me. Yeah. and everyone's like calm down you you have to have it done and I was like I don't want to have this done I'm not having this done <laughs> uh, like because it, it was basically me going I'm I'm lying I'm lying but it was too far yeah so I was starting to get hysterical and the the morning was progressing like they had these like you know the ointments on your um on your hands to make your veins come up because they were going to give you the like thing to knock you out and all this kind of stuff yeah. And were you thinking, was there an anal option for that now instead? Oh, it's a dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dream. So uh, I was starting to really lose it and I was like getting very agitated. And I was saying, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave. So the nurses were like, OK, there's something going on here. So they gave me a pill to like 
calm me down to okay. like sedate me. Yeah. So it was obviously really strong. So I, she said, okay, we'll be coming for you now in five minutes. Well, I just was sitting on the bed and I just thought I cannot do this because I'm not actually sick. <laughs> uh, like I just had this moment of clarity and the her children's hospital used to be in Harcourt street, uh-huh. right opposite coppers, you know, <laughs> that old <honk. laughs> and I just said, fuck this. I just like, uh, like literally like a corpse. I just sat up in the bed. I just said, fuck this Threw my runners on when my mom was talking to the nurse and I ran out the, I ran oh out the door. Oh my I God, ran. the drama. The drama, I ran, okay? And the, all the nurses were like, come back, come back. And I flew down the stairs, like literally bombing it. I was medicated, so I could feel myself starting to get real woozy. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, like literally, like things were starting to go a bit, like, you know, weird pace. Yeah. So I flew out, fell down the steps of Harcourt Street Hospital. There was like about three steps down onto the ground, fell onto the ground, Picked myself up and oh the nurse, my, my mom, running after me. I was like, I'm, I was like, oh, I can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I ran down Harcourt Street into Stevens Green. Yeah. Okay. Into Stevens Green. My mom, like security in the hospital, chasing me. And I kept turning around. I was running so fast. I was like bombing along. But every time I looked back, they were still there. So I was like, Sonia oh fucking Sullivan, like <laughs> I, pissy pants and think, all. I don't think I was running fast at all. I think I was just out of it. So, so eventually then I got home and I was like, oh my God, mom comes in and she's like, I can't believe you've done that. You're not sick and blah, blah, blah. Next thing I was locked, locked myself in my room. I was like, oh God, how am I going to get out of this one? How am I going to get out of this so one? So you admitted you weren't sick at that point, had you? Well, not fully because I was still in the, like everybody was just in a rage because what I'd done. Next thing, the police arrive at my house. <sighs> My mom's like, oh, my God, you brought the police to the door. The guards are here. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get arrested. The oh neighbours and all talking yeah, about you. I was like, I was only 12. I was like a teenage delinquent. <laughs> and so the guards come in. And basically, the, the guards were there because a child had ran out of hospital. Yeah. medicated and it was like the responsibility of the hospital so if anything happened to me there would have been a massive lawsuit yeah. and they were like, Listen. hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's going to go two ways. He's either going to just sleep it off or uh, he's going to have a, a manic episode. And I just fell asleep and I slept for like 30 hours. Oh my God, hilarious. <laughs> and when I woke up, it was all just like, we had to have the conversation about how I just had light. Oh and Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but I, I took. Felt, did you feel guilty? Um, you med- little bitch! I can hear it in your <laughs> voice. You didn't. When the medication wore off, I did feel guilty. I felt guilty. I felt embarrassed for for putting everyone through that. But at the same time, 
like I just was not gonna go and I I at least you know I stuck with it yeah, <laughs> I, and you were fucking stoned probably for 24 hours and whatever I, like medication they gave you you were having a great time had a ball but yeah like like at least I committed I took it to the end as far as I could go so yeah that was that was probably the biggest excuse and lie that I took to the brink you so, lying yeah. bitch you lying <laughs> bitch well you're not on your own Davina because loads of people have written in and told us exactly what? what they've been lying about as well to get out of things um like, like to be honest some of them are very creative and some of them are a bit we'll start off with Nikki Stones a drag queen from Dublin, uh, and she said, on New Year's, I went to the George with this guy. He was supposed to be going with someone else, but instead of telling him, he said that his friend's dad fell down the stairs and he had to go to the hospital. He figured it out and that it was fake as fuck, and there we were in the George and he saw the two of us together. What an excuse to say your dad (laughs) fell down the fucking stairs. Oh, that is a bit of a good one. I remember we were at a party one time and my friend fell, um, my friend, oh, my friend w- uh, was calling in sick to work and I did bruises on, um, on her face so that she could show her boss, like from a bruise wheel. <laughs> oh my God. We did that before because I used to like obviously work as makeup artist. So we like did bruises on her face that she could like photograph and send to her boss and pretend that she had fallen. So if I didn't fall down the stairs, it's actually a good, good excuse. I think it's it's good, but like that's wishing it on your dad, no? Uh, you might not like your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, I forgot to tell you one that actually came into my DMs that I completely forgot, and you'll get a good laugh out of this. Yeah. This fella <clears throat> had gone to a little um, session after a night out, and they'd um, got a load of drugs in and had filled their faces like greedy little pigs and were so out of it that the next morning he was like, oh my God, I have to go to work, I have to go to work. So we went to pick up the phone and ring his boss to say that he was sick and that he couldn't come in. But while the phone was ringing, he kind of zoned out and forgot who he was calling. And his boss answered and he thought he'd rang the drug dealer to (gasps) to order more drugs. So on the phone, he said, yeah, can I have um, a bag of this and such and such and such and such. And uh, your mom was like, "Uh, hello. Oh my God. And we'll call him Johnny. Johnny, is that you? And he was like, yeah, yeah. Who's this? And it was his boss. He'd rang oh his boss God. to order more drugs. <laughs> and he was and doing what, to work. What was, what was the excuse there as well? I want to know. Oh, he never went back. He never went back. He just oh was like, gosh. I can't show my face in that job again. Well, that's, that is, that's copping out with the excuse. Well, I wonder what the excuse. You could have just said your dad fell down the stairs. <laughs> that would have been, been a good excuse. What other juicy ones did we get? Um, Okay, we have um, Anna sent one in, actually, there. she was supposed to be in, in obviously now in techn- technological times that we're living in, everything mm-hmm. is very virtual. She was also having an awkward um, group chat meeting there recently, and it said she was just not really in the mood, so she said she was going to watch an Elton John concert thing that was on 3am, because of the time difference. Uh-huh. So all the other people were like, I didn't even know you liked Elton John, what's the story there? So she's like, oh, uh, the Backstreet Boys are performing with them and I'm huge Backstreet Boys fans. So that's the reason why I'm watching. So basically, she's no interest in Elton John or the Backstreet Boys, but she has to kind of brush up on them. So, yeah, she just used Elton John and the Backstreet Boys as an excuse there. To get out of a meeting. 
uh, group chat with her friends that she's oh in. okay okay an awkward group chat so probably people that she's not too into not too into at all Jesus Elton using like Elton as an excuse that's a new one okay uh, my friend from Manchester Miss Blair a fab drag queen called Miss Blair hi Miss Blair we love Miss um, Blair we do she said so on the subject of excuses I find the best one to get out of social 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 social, <laughs> social situations are or Organized fun. Oh, is, I hate organized you fun. You do, you do. Is IBS. And the yeah. more graphic you are, the less people want you there. It's true. It's true. IBS is always a banger. Diarrhea, anything to do with feces will always get you out of a, a sticky, messy situation. Now, I'm just thinking if Miss Blair is um, listening right now, there was one time I was in Manchester and we were supposed to go for lunch. And all of a sudden, Miss Blair wasn't feeling very well last minute and didn't come for lunch. So, uh, Miss Blair, I'm fucking on to you now. On uh, to you. you know what? Her IBS was probably playing up. <laughs> Shitty knickers herself. Uh, we'll do one more, will we? Yeah. This old chestnut is a classic Dublin excuse that I think everybody has used this one. Uh, Dylan Duffy sent this in and he said he used the classic, the old classic, my nanny's sick in hospital excuse. <laughs> oh my God, classic. <laughs> Sophia Hart, shout out to you. <laughs> uh, get well to your nanny whenever. Uh, no. My nanny's sick in hospital excuse. Two days later, she actually did have a fall and she ended up in hospital. Um, but he didn't tell anyone about the excuse because the excuse might have been, you know, like a jinx. Uh, but don't worry, Margaret, the granny, she's back up and bouncing around our cottage up in Louth. So all is not lost. But yeah, be careful if you're going to throw nanny down the stairs or something like that, because they are old and they're precious. So oh, we love our nanny. Well, I love yeah. my nanny. My nanny's figured out FaceTime Davina. Um, she, I saw. She's the queen of it now. Like she's literally like well able for it. And do you know what's so funny? Like if you ring her on the normal telephone, she spends half of the phone call going, what? What? <laughs> but on FaceTime, she can hear fucking everything. Like she is alert. She's like, not missing a beat like uh, so i think well, sometimes she's I'm using that with your granny your oh granny is God. the shadiest she's the shadiest <laughs> bitch ever i love it come here and um, before we go on to our special guest let's give a special shout out to james mcgill who is bed bound at the moment in beaumont oh. hospital and has been listening to our podcast and said it's keeping him sane we he also said that he really likes using the excuse of having the shits so uh hopefully yeah, not in there with chronic shits but yeah get well it's soon get well soon james so, Davina, will we bring on our little special guest? Yes, we are bringing on the country bubkin herself. Okay, well, I'm going to play something magical, a little noise, and then we'll be back with our special guest, Pixie Woo. Okay, you guys, as part of our quarantine queen, we've got a special guest. Who is it, Davina? I don't know. Who is it, Victoria? I'm a joke. <laughs> we have the gorgeous Pixie Woo. Pixie Woo is co- she's me, coming to Pixie us Woo. all the way from down the country. An official bugger lady is here with us. Coming to you live from the arsehole of Kilkenny. Oh, I, I always thought you were from Tipperary for some reason. Well, I live on the border. I'm, I'm a border girl. You usually live on the border, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> she's usually on the edge, that's for sure. How are you getting on, Pixie? How's How's she couldn't? How's she couldn't? Oh, how she couldn't? She's couldn't. Well, now, if I lit- if I pass one more old woman in the street and say, oh, the weather's lovely now. We've got a great today. Isn't it lovely, girls? I'm and going great. to... Hope you're, hope you're saying this from a safe distance. Yeah, Pixie. how close are you getting? Like, are these old ladies? Are you trying to kill people? Many fields in the distance. That's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> now we should warn yeah, everyone that Pixie is on um, the local parish Wi-Fi. She's stealing it at the moment, so the quality might not be perfect because she is in the back hours of fucking nowhere. But uh, yeah, yeah. And she might cut out. 
She might cut out after 45 seconds. So we have <laughs> to keep while the meters running. Pixie, how have you been spending your time through the quarantine and the self-isolation? I know you're used to the self-isolation part, but <laughs> quarantine. <laughs> I have turned into a middle-aged country woman and I go out walking the roads four times a day now. Do you wear a high-vis jacket? I'm full high-vis, yeah. <laughs> Are you? very? It's very visible. Did you like put darts in it at least and kind of sew it and give it a nice waistline? I have a nice stretchy belt on it. You know, like those belts that you used to wear. With <laughs> <laughs> oh, she knows them well. She knows them well. Anything to give herself a waist. What, um, what have you been spending your time doing, Pixie? Well, you're not terrorizing men. <laughs> I am one of those horrible gays that have turned into a home workout person. You are not. I just don't put it on the internet because. Uh, so, are you telling me that when we see you next? Are you telling me that when we see you next, you're going to be like a drag Peter Andre? I'm going to be like that. Oh, hold on! You're all breaking up there for a second. I think what she means is that she's watching Pornhub three times a day and working out a lot, right? Oh my God! Don't mention porn to me. Not in my current situation. <laughs> Um, Pixie, I have noticed actually through your uh, Instagram stories that you have been a little bit frisky of late. Would that be fair to say? Oh my God, girls, this, I have the smell of a cock now would drive me over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> and she, ain't, she ain't talking farmyard, people. She ain't talking farmyard. No. God bless everyone that sees me on the first night after quarantine. Oh, oh bless. Come here, what's the first, what is the first thing that you're going to do when you get back to normality or whatever that is anymore? I'm going to swallow more dead babies than a slurry pit and chew. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, have you learned oh a new god. number by any chance? I have learned a new number. Yeah, it's called the number two. <laughs> so, so like all your other numbers, then yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what is your big plans for your return to drag? Is there an amazing new look on the horizon? Is there anything special or? There is. I've grown a lovely moustache that I'm going to keep. And I'm going to be one of those queens now. Oh, are you oh. from East London? Yeah, un- unpaid. <laughs> <laughs> there is no, there's going to be the same drag that I left with. I'm going to be playing the same DJ set that I've been playing since 2015. Oh, don't worry. We had no, we had no hope. So. <laughs> Victoria, how are things on South Circular Road? Are you missing me? I mean, just give out my location there. South Circular Road is only a very small <laughs> road. They could find me so oh quickly. Do you know what I mean? I horrible stories and <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's okay it's really fucking quiet on the streets like absolutely quiet like it is just me myself and 24 wigs that i'm trying to figure out how to style and is that just because people know that you're back after a month on tour and they're just staying away well come here we've been talking about um bad excuses that we've used over the years or little lies that we've told to try and get it out of things now uh, you're obviously a golden child who never tells any uh little white lies or anything but has there been anything that you've used to get out of something Every relationship I've ever been in, the old, it's not me, it's you. That's my excuse for getting out of everything. And clearly that's a lie. It's always them. Oh, I will be telling my favourite, my favourite excuse when I told Victoria two years ago that I hadn't booked flights for a gig I didn't want to do. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Does she know about this? <laughs> she does know that, yeah. Yeah, she does, yeah. I, I called her bluff. Basically, um, we were, I was booked in Amsterdam and uh, they said, oh, you can bring someone if you like, but they just have to get their own flight. And I was like, 
okay, perfect. They they changed my room to a twin room. And Pixie was like, yeah, I'll come. Um, ask them if I can perform as well. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I asked and they said yes. It was two days before the gig. And uh, I was like, okay, Pix, uh, let's check in our flights. And she was like, oh, yeah, 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 I will. Yeah. And then the phone just went on what silent. Like, you, like I didn't hear a thing. Else. There was something like, oh, I think it was like post-breakup or something. I was like, oh, I'm just in a weird place. I had no intentions of going back. So because I figured out that she hadn't booked her flight, I then said, oh, uh, well, I'll pay for the name change on your flight and my friend Kieran's going to come instead. And then she was sweating even more because she knew I had her. And uh, she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll send you that in a bit. Send you that in a bit. The flight was never coming because it was never booked. And I called her, I'd say, about 30 times that day just to make her sweat even more. (laughs) I had done so well avoiding you on the phone. And then I think it was a Monday. And I went into the drawers to get a wig, thinking you definitely wouldn't be there, and you were sitting there with Miz in the dressing room. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, there's nothing like getting caught red-handed and red-faced, especially by an angry eight-foot-tall <laughs> woman. Yeah, who has the ang- who has who is the angriest and the reddest face of all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right, well, that's it, Pixie. We wanted to make sure that you hadn't drank yourself into oblivion and that you're still no, somewhat I'm saving alive. my drinking now for your little Thursday show, my little highlight oh. of the week. Well, this is coming out on Friday, so it's actually now oh. the past. So it's over. Well, Congratulations to the little, Queen uh, that just won. Of your little Thursday show. I'm still waiting for my P45, Victoria. Oh. <laughs> oh, really? You didn't get that in the post, oh, no? no. She's... She's one of those employers that holds back the P45. <laughs> yeah, that's a wagon. <laughs> Listen, we're all unemployed at the moment, so yeah, everyone's back on their P45. Pixie, great chat with you. I hope you're keeping well. And remember, keep washing those dirty hands. Dirty, filthy hands. <laughs> keep those filthy paws of your filthy straw. Right. Bye, ladies. Bye, Bye Pixie. You later, Bye. 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 So that was our special guest, Pixie Woo, from the back arse of nowhere, Kilkenny. Um, and that's the end of our forced 15-minute break. That's it. We hope you're keeping entertained, keeping sane, keeping it all together. Because we're in this all together for a little while anyway, a little while longer. I keep wanting to sing. When you said that, I wanted to sing High School Musical. We're all in this <laughs> oh, no, don't. together. You've subscribed to Disney Plus. Don't do any more. Oh my God, I'm loving it. Don't do any more. <laughs> so last night we had our Queen of Captivity drag online pageant. Uh, the winner is announced. We are obviously recording this a little bit earlier, so... Uh, I hope you all had a good time and enjoyed that. We're going to be doing a couple more lives over the next couple of weeks, so do stay tuned. Yeah, basically we're going to announce whatever we're doing that week is going to be announced on the Monday, and then we'll be going live on Thursday at 9. So if you want to join us, we really appreciate, by the way, how many people have supported us and said that it's honestly given them a little bit of a break and coming and having a fucking drink with us because, I don't know about you, girl, last Thursday, by the time that live podcast was over, I was a little bit shit-faced, just a small Me bit. Too. I have to say, I was so surprised to be waking up on Friday, actually, like, that, I don't really get hangovers that much, yeah. but I was hanging on Friday, and do you know what, it was just such a nice little lift for the week, even right. for us, because I'm so used to kind of working on Thursday night, and it's my first kind of energised night of the week, so it was nice to actually spend that, and I think doing um, the pageant, we're going to be doing a lot more kind of interactive stuff as well, so getting everyone involved is really important. Totally. Uh, but that is it, that's the end of our first 15 minute break. Yes. Hope you enjoyed it our next full length episode is out next thursday and we've got the one the only mr brian dowling is our special guest so it's honestly i think davina you might agree that was my favorite episode we've done so far i really enjoyed it and i think people are gonna love it it's kind of long interview but we just had so much to talk about so many kind of juicy topics he did and brian 
at all. Yeah, Brian is an open book. Like he's such, like he's just such a character. So we had a ball, and his number, his podcast is number one in the charts. Woo. His, his brand new podcast. So it's all, it's all there to be played for. So join us next week, and all will be revealed. But until next time, stay, stay petty. petty. Bye, everyone. See you, Davina. Thanks for joining bye. us. Bye, 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 bye. Kisses. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.